welcome to, a, I guess, a bonus segment of episode 100 of the Extra Innings Baseball Podcast. My name is Ryan Vance. Today is actually Tuesday, October 23rd, before the start of Game 1 of the World Series. Just wanted to kind of weigh in on, um, my, uh, I guess, our my, my thoughts on what happened in the Championship Series, as well as talk about what I think is going to happen in the World Series. I would definitely recommend that you listen to the first two segments first. Uh, Mark kind of lays out some of the... Um, less editorial things like it talks about how the the outcome and um some of the i guess more analytical stuff i'm just going to be editorializing basically just adding on my insight my thoughts to a couple of things he talked about because i definitely thought some interesting things happened and wanted to weigh in on them so without further ado i'll go ahead and jump in uh i guess before i do though it is our 100th episode i know mark touched on that and wanted to weigh in thanks for your support guys i didn't well, I don't know, maybe I was a little more confident that we'd make it to episode 100. It does feel, uh, it feels like we've done a lot more than that, I think, because of the nature of our episode numbering. there, You know, we upload a handful of segments and kind of bundle them all into the same episode. Um, but really happy to have made it here. This is kind of a milestone. I mean, if we make it to episode 1,000, I'm going to be really impressed with us. So we're probably going to be in triple digits for some time, but I'm really glad we made it here. So thank you very much for being a part of what we're doing. And we'll keep on bringing this uh, insight to you as long as we're able. But jumping right in. So the American League Championship Series, obviously the Red Sox pretty much manhandled the Astros. Um, I wasn't super surprised by this. The Red Sox have just been playing so well all season long. And they were my prediction to win this matchup. So not a big surprise for me. Um, I that, That's nothing against Houston. Houston's a great team. Um but yeah, I just thought the better team kind of proved themselves here. Um, I think the only, there's two things I want to talk about. First, the home run fan interference call. I think this was the right call. Um, I think Mark and I disagree on this a little bit. The main reason I think that that was the right call is maybe a sort of a precedent setter. And I know we never want precedents to have to be set in such high leverage situations. Um, but that fan definitely obstructed with Mookie Betts' glove. And I think pretty reasonable to say that that ball was going to be a home run. And I think that there was a pretty reasonable assumption that he was going to catch it. But the biggest thing for me is that that fan directly interfered with Mookie Betts glove. And I think if we call that a home run, it starts to open the door for some shady stuff in future situations like that. Um, what does a fan have to do to make it look like he didn't accidentally bump the glove of the outfielder, especially in kind of an away crowd? I mean, I don't want this to inflect. It shouldn't inflect on it, but a lot of Houston Astros fans all going for that home run ball. Um, I don't want to think of a world where we have to question if fans are intentionally or are um, expected to interfere with outfielders, well, players in general. Um, for making plays. Uh, we definitely want to see the athletes making their own plays. And I'm just a little worried about what could happen. Um, it starts there and then it starts creeping in a direction I really don't want it to go where players are obstructed in subtle and sneaky ways. And that's just not something I want. So um, I'm fine with that outcome. I think it was probably the right call. Not a play I wanted to see happen. You know, you, you kind of want the objectivity of either did he catch that or did he not? And not have to go to the booth, but really, I think they made the, the call that had to be made. The only other thing I wanted to talk about from the ALCS was David Price pitching great in game five. That was 
definitely the case. We saw David Price show up and really perform quite well in the postseason, which he's been uh, a topic of conversation in the postseason pretty often. He's always one of those players who is on a competitive team, and he's had some shaky performance. And um, so I wanted to kind of add on to this. I, I mean, I know he's definitely been shaky and unreliable, and seeing him perform well was kind of a breath, a breath of fresh air for people who want to see good baseball because he did a great job. However, I do want to point out that while he has definitely been unreliable in the postseason, he's been unreliably good and bad, which I think is what the the, the most difficult thing about pitching David Price in the postseason is. Um, I'm just going to list off some, some postseason scenarios and his ERA in those specific scenarios. So, Starting 2008, he had a 0 ERA, a 2.7 ERA, a 4.97 ERA, a 4.05 ERA, a 9 ERA, a 2.25 ERA, a 7.2 ERA, 5.4, 13.5, 0, 16.2, and 3.38. So I think the hardest thing about throwing David Price in the postseason is not that he's horrible. It's just that you have no idea what you're going to get. Um, so... That being said, seeing him have a pretty dominant ALCS doesn't convince me that he is going to have a dominant World Series. So I'm definitely keeping a close eye on him in the World Series because he's just been so shaky, so volatile. Haven't seen him consistently respond to pressure, which is the type of thing you'd hope to see from a pitcher of his caliber. So definitely keep your eye on him. I'm not convinced he's going to dominate, but definitely a good showing for him in the American League Championship Series. So with that, we'll move on to the National League Championship Series. Um, this series, unfortunately, I, I really thought the Brewers were going to come through and just keep steamrolling, and that didn't happen. I was wrong with that prediction. Um, I know Mark kind of tried to little, tried to renege there a little bit and thought the Dodgers were playing really well, and that was indeed the case. The pitching really came through, made that Brewers offense kind of put a halt to what was a pretty unstoppable Brewers offense. Um, so props to that, and um, like Mark said, the, the bullpen of the Brewers – indeed did hold up. I mean, that, that, that was definitely a question. Um, I really liked the Wade Miley decoy starter thing. That was really entertaining to me. I love how unorthodox pitching is becoming. Um, I always like, I mean, this is kind of a weird illustration maybe, but I always like how, um, well, I guess when people are, are, are trying to change the status quo and anything that's competitive, um, so when people are, are, are making a new, like trying something new, just trying to throw off the expectations of the other team, I'm pretty much always in favor of that. And obviously a team can't be stupid. And uh, I mean, you, you never quite know what the outcome is going to be, but I'm all about this kind of thing. Like thinking about the Dodgers hitters all preparing and doing a ton of like scouting research on Wade Miley. He faces one batter and all of a sudden, like all the prep work they've done is obsolete and not useful. So I thought that was brilliant. I uh, wish it could have seen a different outcome. As you know, I really don't like the Dodgers. I really don't love either team in this World Series, but um, they they definitely earned their trip to the World Series. They've, they've been playing really well all season. Definitely agree with what Mark said about them being better than their record shows. I mean, you got to think about a fairly competitive NL West and fairly competitive National League overall, and they, they really played their best baseball down the stretch. And um, so they're well-deserving of, of their World Series trip even though I'm not the biggest fan the only other thing that I would add to this is um talking about kind of the the, the Machado incidents um I'm not a big fan of 
the the stuff that he's doing for sure. And I think he's kind of had this reputation a little bit. And when you're not in the limelight, when you're like, you know, playing for the Orioles, it maybe don't, you don't get as much attention, but I think we kind of have seen a track record of this kind of behavior from him. Um, and seeing it recur in the big stage is not very much fun for me. I, I really didn't like seeing the way that he handled himself there. So, um, yeah, I, I guess that's my input. I mean, the Aguilar situation at first base looked completely blatant to me. Um, I yeah, I definitely think there was some intent there. Even watching it, like looking at his eye contact and his kind of steering towards the fair side at first as he's running down the line, everything point to, points towards that being a uh, intentional move, which is just really uh, pretty lame of him to do. So, not a big fan of that, um, but. In my opinion, he's making himself more eligible to be a Cub behaving like that. <laughs> Take that, Mark. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll have to see how that affects his uh, free agent candidacy. you got to imagine that his agent is kind of cringing at some of this stuff, especially his comments about not being a hustling player. Um, and I will speak into that a little bit. So his, I, I would say a lot of teams are going to have to make a decision about this because there have been, I guess, players kind of less less than favorable reputations in in the league and we've kind of seen a drift towards building a a team with good chemistry and it's hard for me to believe and maybe I'm kind of like overstepping in the line here but like it's hard for me to believe that he's gonna improve the chemistry of any team so we're gonna have to see what team is willing to like kind of take on some of that and not that he's like a toxic teammate or anything like that but um I'm just curious to see what teams are are, are going to be willing to uh, maybe deal with some of those types of behaviors to get the performance that he's produced, which has been definitely, undoubtedly amazing. I mean, I don't think the Dodgers would be where they are right now. Well, that's pretty fair to say. I mean, just the way that he played it down the stretch to even get them a shot at the postseason, um, that was that was huge. So um, definitely wouldn't be where they are without him, but whoever takes him is going to have to deal with some of this stuff. And you think about teams like the Cubs who have really I, genuinely, I believe built a, a, like a character team with, with good morale um, people who all are pretty upstanding guys and all care for each other and, and, you know, want to play well together um, how they might respond to a player like this. So I, I think that'll be interesting, but I, I'm definitely drifting away from postseason conversation. So I'll, I'll come back to, um, to basically, I guess it's time to transition on to the World Series because that's about all I had to say about the NLCS. So the World Series preview, Boston Red Sox versus Los Angeles Dodgers. It's a very large market matchup, probably not one I'd prefer to see. Um, I guess I'm going to be cheering for the Red Sox. I just cannot stand the Dodgers. Um, but I also really like some of the players uh, on the Red Sox. I, I mean, I'm also not as much as Mark, but I'm also a Mookie Betts fan. And I like J.D. Martinez. Um, like the things that are going on on that team. Um, so I think this will be a fun one to watch. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to think. I, I just th- I think this will be interesting. I really like Mark's mentioning of how far the teams are going to have to travel for this. Because I actually did think about that. I was like, man, these, these flights are going to be like with three time zones of switching every single time all the way across the continent. Thankfully they have a little more off time in, in the playoffs than they do during the regular season, but we'll have to see if that plays into this. Um, think about maybe some players not being as prepared or ready. Um, yeah. Uh, but other than that, I think, I think this will be a good matchup. I, I also lean with Mark that I think the Red Sox will win this 
Um, not anything against the Dodgers, but just based on the consistent dominance of the Red Sox that we've seen all season long. Um, the Dodgers haven't been quite as consistent. Although they've been good, they haven't been quite as consistent. So I'm going to edge out the Red Sox. But like I said, I, I do think this would be a good series. I don't think this is going to be like, all right, the AL is going to prove how much better they are than the NL. I think the Dodgers will make a good case for the NL not being nearly as bad as some people might try to make the case. I, I guess if I had to pick, I'd say this is going to be like Red Sox in six, maybe, or even seven, six or seven, six and a half, something like that. Um, and I think that's all the analysis I have. Um, I, I mean, I don't want to say anything Mark already said. I definitely agree with what he said about uh, Knievel, or not Knievel, I'm still thinking about the Brewers. Uh, Craig Kimbrell, pretty similar name, um, is going to have to show up. Um, he's been pretty shaky this postseason, and um, I really think that the clutch performance of the Dodgers in the NLCS is indicative of what they could do to the Red Sox bullpen. So the Red Sox bullpen, namely Kimbrell, is going to have to show up, not too worried about their starting pitching on either side. Um, Walker Bueller will also be one to keep a close eye on. We've seen pretty good stuff from him, uh, maybe a little bit shaky at times in the postseason, but when you're talking about a rookie, it's hard to put him too far into the microscope. I think both of these teams have the tools they need to win. I'm just going to give Red Sox the edge. So I think that's going to do it for this segment and put a final conclusion on this episode. Really excited for the World Series to start this evening, and we'll be right with you when it's over to talk about not just the World Series, but kind of take a look back at the season and some of our predictions. So stick with us through that. Uh, this has been Ryan Vance. We'll see you next time.